0: Okay. Hi, Dimitri. Um, how to pronounce your first name and last name correctly? Adam, <laughs> uh, um,
1: uh, Dimitri Chuiko. Chuiko.
0: Yeah. Chuiko?
1: Is this perfectly pronounced? Chuiko. Chuiko. Yeah. A bit, uh, uh, sounds a bit Japanese, but it's not. <laughs> okay. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, Japanese would be also fine. So Dimitri Chuiko. Okay. Um, okay. What was your first computer? I assume not Japanese one, right?
1: Uh, right. Uh, that was, I believe the very first one uh, was a Soviet uh, kind of low powerful machine, with logo language. uh-huh, And I was at first grade. I but what was the was name a... of the computer? No, um, maybe it was some BK. BK, you say? Yeah. I won't say exactly. I, I remember the name of a uh, m- more advanced one. Uh huh. It was not really a computer, but a terminal in school. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, the first one was in school. The second one, like next mm-hmm. generation, uh, mm-hmm. was at school. Uh, it's called it's called uh, NEMIGA. Interesting system. Uh, the Think Clients. Amiga, you uh, said? No, no Amiga, right? No Amiga 500. No. No, no, no. So it's uh, the Minsk. Uh, ah. Andre, Minsk that.
0: machine that's yeah. interesting so the first time you know this conversation gets a little bit more interesting because all <laughs> other guests they had in you know, oc c64 or Spectrum, and you are coming with bk
1: and minsk right uh yeah no, not not the big minsk one uh that um, was kind okay. of old supercomputer minsk uh, yeah and then uh first uh traditional one uh, which was uh, personal that was pentium 100 megawatts. Okay, this is
0: boring, the Pentium one. But the BK, what you did, we, you programmed Logo with that? So Logo ran
1: on the BK? Logo on BK, and then Basic on Nemiga. Nemiga is the name, right? Nemiga. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nemiga. Then it was uh, Pascal, of course, on mm-hmm. different machines. Uh, but I'm interested, in now
0: BK and Nemiga, was it a, like a Russian Logo or English? So was it, still, it you know, was still, now the commands were Russian like turned...
1: Ah, okay, yeah, not not too many construction Logo, you know, but no, turn right, left, yeah. and go, and something like this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is interesting,
0: uh huh. And and the CPU is it a was it a Russian CPU?
1: I believe uh, it was some clone. Yeah.
0: Okay. Still interesting. So you have custom machines, uh huh. And NEMIGA was a terminal at school, so you had already at school you uh, pro- uh, programming uh, classes.
1: Yeah, we did. Uh, Not all schools had that. I was among lucky ones. And I think that played a role. So I still uh, keep friendship and we work together uh, with some of my classmates. That's interesting, actually. It's a a, a great story. Uh, When was it? Which year was it, roughly? Oh. So it was 1990. Okay maybe so, it was even like
0: 89 interesting so back then that you had already computers at school because it was not usual i would say to have uh, classes yeah. computer classes okay and you program basic at school
1: yeah we program basic uh, even there's some graphics okay then trying to you know uh, then you come to a task uh, of building plot for some math function. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you face the task of, uh, building a plot for arbitrary function that you write as a text. Okay. And then, okay. I need something which is actually a parser, mm-hmm. basic compiler or something or an interpreter. And you think of really how people to solve that.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and you, and you solve that at school or later? No, not at okay. that time. Okay. Yeah. I learned how to, what, what it is uh, later and learned how to solve it.
0: Yeah, uh, later I also had uh, you know a lot of thoughts about you know how to make text work, right? This is the basic question. You have something, you know, you would like to configure something more yeah. without compiling, without, you know, running the program, you would like at runtime to fit something in. Yeah, it was always fascinating. Okay, and yeah. the your next computer was... Data.
1: Plot your algorithm, and yeah. Maybe write your program mm-hmm. with a sheet of paper,
0: yeah. And uh, your next computer was Pentium, so it was a huge jump.
1: Yeah, it was able to run Windows ninety-five. Yeah, but this is crazy. Like you skipped a few years, so you were on vacations. <laughs> no, of course there were others. I was uh, like again in school. Uh, the the early Pentiums, maybe okay. it was not 200 megabytes but like 166. Yeah, yeah. MMX. Multimedia was a very popular world. I first learned about HTML, or so, you know, AltaVista. Mm hmm. Exactly. Lycos. Stuff. Lycos. Lycos. Yes. Or Lycos. Yes. Exactly. Even heard something about uh, different operating systems. Or a browsers started at that time. hmm. So you were cutting edge. Uh, pretty much, yeah. I, I started to, to work with Java r- early, mm-hmm. not from the very beginning, but
0: yeah. Uh, but how how it happened? So to... so you, you were at school and then you got your Pentium.
1: So how you got your Pentium? <laughs> so, so, so
0: so I mean, you you got it for Christmas or you bought it or yeah, you had...
1: yeah, like that, like that. I just uh, that was a gift, um, uh-huh. and it was cool to have a personal computer, not. Uh, Nothing for gaming, but a real computer so so you
0: so, so you are not a gamer, so you, you wanted to do something more serious with it, right yeah,
1: yeah, and absolutely. you wanted and
0: did, or you just wanted to do something serious and 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 gamed all the time you know and played all the time. yeah, it was mostly about uh, programming.
1: Mm-hmm. okay cool
0: so what do we, what was your dream you know what do you like to achieve with the programming so uh, and which programming l- language you choose to with to, to use on 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 the
1: Pentium? Uh, that was Pascal. Mm-hmm. Later, also C, mm-hmm. and Pascal in different flavors uh, like mm-hmm. Delphi. And then was there were no Lazarus at the time, but there was Kylix. Um, yeah. You had to wait for that computer. Kylix with Sky anyway. Ipsilon. This was from Borland, right? Right, right. I later uh-huh. worked in Borland. Oh, I worked for Borland.
0: No kidding. So this was, uh, I, no and kidding. I used. I was a huge J, uh, Borland J Builder fan uh i worked at jbuilder team thank you (laughs) oh uh, then thank you for the for the idea i was delighted with everything Uh, you know with the design how it worked i started with jbuilder 3 i think i don't know whether i used two, but jbuilder 3 i remember vividly so i use it a lot the professional version in enterprise was crazy without the corba but professionals what i used and yeah so and uh for for maybe
1: that was not the product that i participated because i came uh at the moment uh it all uh switched to eclipse as a platform this was a mistake from my perspective uh probably the, that was an interesting move mm-hmm. uh there were other many reasons to do that so as a unified id platform with plugins uh so modeling plugins also used some mm-hmm. Uh, shared logic from Eclipse modeling framework and
0: EMF mm-hmm.
1: whatever but, but it's yes. getting
0: more and more interesting so what is your path between you know Delphi and C to Boland? so I mean first what do you wanted to to program on your Pentium what is your dream would you like to to, to to code a game or what
1: what what do you wanted to achieve I've made some programs uh, for my friends and relatives like you know uh, for example small program that draw a button to eject your CD tray okay. or to display okay. if the CD is in
2: mm-hmm.
1: or a small database uh, for information about uh, internal equipment at uh, telephone stations. Mom worked that also uh, different tasks related first to my education and then to my work. Telephone station. I mean what uh w- why w- what is the use case because my mom worked there Ah, okay perfect
0: just okay to, i thought you, was, um, that, you know for your household it's okay this was interesting you know
1: or uh uh may my friend started to learn uh, uh ms uh, xsdb uh to make a small uh, database and gui to manage uh toy production okay also for our friend
0: so so you were so you wanted actually to Impress your relatives, you know, with your with, with the software, so like you know, to deliver and give them something useful.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Make which good. reminds
0: me, this you said you know the first you know eject software a CD is more like you know App Store like now. There's lots of small apps, very small, which do do one thing. This was like you know, what you did as a kid. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
1: and the interest was to make it as small as possible. Yeah. So to program pure. You know, Windows APIs,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how to make it. that. That wasn't written in assembly. <laughs> uh, at least it was written in C, but still. Yeah, yeah I assume it
0: was more like uh, ViewMax under one Mac, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, and so then later, uh, again in high school, I turned uh, to some type programming, even some drivers, learned how to write a driver for Windows.
0: At high school, Much not later, bad. So, I mean, uh, this is like Silicon
1: Valley is nothing against it, you know? Uh, I don't think so. It's it's just slightly different in different countries. I just started to work uh, the third year of my education. Mm-hmm. In our environment, it was typical at that time. I believe it happens later now for young people.
0: It, it depends. Uh, maybe it is no more that exciting, you know? Back then it was uh, something new and, and now it is normal that computers talk to you and do whatever. Back then, you know, if you make the computer to do something, it was a huge achievement. And now it's almost yeah, normal. Yeah, you're a magician. Yeah, now, now you have, you know, how it's called, the series and all the others. And, um, and, and this is less magic, you know. Back then we were able to, to print Hello World on the screen and, and, and felt good about that. So this, this is maybe the difference. Which driver do you wrote on Windows for what? why you needed a driver? Uh,
1: that was a rather custom device
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, controlled by a microcontroller and I also let it participated in programming that stuff <laughs> okay <laughs> so, so was it like a secret uh, device or what? uh yeah, kind of secret device um, okay so, so we that's it, it's interesting that the, you can reuse a lot of code uh, between. Uh, windows and linux for example Mm -hmm. again it's an interesting exercise uh, to write a driver uh, that compiles for multiple operating system Mm -hmm. and to share as much logic as you can
0: so uh, I just you know expecting now you will tell me that with the with the secret device you participated the James Bond movie or something you know or, or, <laughs> or, uh, or the plot of a James James Bond movie was after you know your work on the secret devices
1: lots <laughs> uh, so of secret but yes okay
0: um okay um and and then what happened I mean uh in high school you were able to 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 and you enjoy of
1: course programming right so it was like I enjoyed mathematics much more. Oh really? I started with that, uh, especially in school, like this was programming. What's that? Okay. Mm -hmm. We do some fun programming to solve real tasks, but is it real fun itself? Mm -hmm. Because uh, some people start to love uh, programming from the beginning. Uh, some are just interested, but then you learn more and then mm-hmm. you connect things. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially then you connect that to mathematics and other parts of life. Mm-hmm. And you see uh, how business tasks are solved effectively by software and hardware, IT systems mm-hmm. and how much, uh, room is still available for optimization in our regular data life.
0: Yeah. This, this is no kidding. I mean, if you if you yeah. s- even, you know, all the automation systems, whatever, they are very stupid right now, whatever you, you yeah. look at this. We don't even need to know ML to improve it. Uh, some sometimes a switch statement <laughs> or a better if else would just do.
1: Yeah, still a lot of old stuff, poor automated stuff, a lot of paperwork. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly so um so you were more interesting in mathematics and less in programming so it 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 flipped in one point of time that you say okay now i like uh, or, or you just studied mathematics and uh, the programming was just a job not a profession
1: it was job it was cool uh to be uh, at the department that i graduated what was it secret uh,
0: department no
1: no software engineering okay <laughs> so St. Petersburg State University and the faculty is uh, Mathematics and Mechanics. Okay. You see no programming in its name. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah. But this was in Germany
0: uh, exactly the same. As I started to study, was exact. I think there was uh, still, there was not like dedicated software engineering. It was more like software engineering was a part of something, you know, related to technology.
1: Yeah. And it was considered like all that uh, software departments, they don't really teach you things they just mm-hmm. teach you how to write programs mm-hmm. and you know only that mm-hmm. that's not a real education mm-hmm. and uh that influenced me very much so mm-hmm. i'm still in that camp oh but
0: you, you are still so. a, you... we are still a nice guy you know so <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 so you are in the camp <laughs> we had still some fun okay um so what do you mean by that? So, so you enjoy more formal education, like, you know, algorithms and big O notation instead of teaching how to code?
1: Uh, Is this what you're saying? Okay. Both. Uh, that, the theory related uh, purely to, or mostly to computer science. To me, it, it's always, always complicated. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, algebra, uh, the f- discrete stuff. Uh, hmm it's it's tricky. It's um, it's beautiful only in the end Then you yes. get the plan for your actual calculations. There are uh, points uh, where multiple complicated areas connect, uh, like the simplex method, for example, uh-huh. both related uh, non-discrete mathematics and real calculations or... Uh-huh. And you solve uh, differential equations. Mm-hmm. Complex stuff. And then, uh, what's, interesting, learning-
0: uh, what's interesting, Dimitri? Uh, I'm exactly the other way around. So, if um, I was completely fascinated with computers and I wanted to code from day one, I had no idea why. I just w- wanted to be able to do so, maybe to use the computer properly, whatever. And uh, and I, I didn't saw the connection between math and programming the cool story was the entire time i i found you know math boring and computers exciting or coding so um, I, I did similar path to yours so i started with basic then uh, pascal without c no it was actually the same pascal then c and very quickly c plus plus and then java this was basically what i what i did and now i see the connections so now I would really like, you know, to learn more about math. And uh, if I look at, at at functions in math, and I see in my, my 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 programs, I see the connection. But back then, I see math is you no know, boring stuff. Maybe about you know how it was to, uh, thought uh, taught uh, at the school. You know, if the teachers were, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it was uh, for me. It was like pointless to 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 know all the stuff. And uh, we we'll, always we'll see.
1: It. Connections late, uh, yeah,
0: and, and now I see the connections. And uh, and, and why I am telling you this because um, you say you said uh, what what is uh, talked? Um, it was about the um, how it's called the equations. Yeah,
1: differential equations. D- differential equations,
0: exactly. And the uh, differential equations um, were which I so in study I enjoyed math a lot more than because I I was able to learn everything from scratch the entire math in very short. Time I think it was like two semesters. Or so, we had a crazy math professor. He said, you know, we will learn everything from the start, and this made me motivated, and I really enjoyed that because it was everything was compressed, so you, you had to follow everything, you know, very quickly. And what I didn't like were differential equations because for me it was like a, like cheating. <laughs> right? Because everything before was more precise and now there's like approximation of the curve. I was like, okay, approximation. I mean this is why I can write an OA for loop in my computer and do the same, right? And and this was actually better connection that uh computers would be very good in differential equations.
1: So I started to love programming, uh then I started to work. And
0: uh, so, you, so you you started to love programming.
1: Yeah. Oh, very good. So, so, this we are actually,
0: uh, you know, we are inverse to each other. <laughs> now, uh, now I like more math than before. I always loved, um, but you still like math, I guess, right? So, but you like programming more, maybe.
1: So, I, I do it much more. So yeah. I, I started mm-hmm. to uh, get back to math uh, with my older son. Okay. Because he now has uh, mathematics in school and...
0: Is, is your son now poor or lucky? Now is the question. I will have to interview him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You enjoy, you know, education from your father or not so much, right? And <laughs> he
1: says, okay, we also
0: have
1: a uh, computer. Una- um, oh,
0: do, do we have another topic, right? <laughs> classes, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, but he, w- he won't listen
0: to this, so uh, don't worry. <laughs> uh, and, um, okay, so um, you worked during your university time? with already with, uh, you, you've wrote some commercial code or was just, you know, about university.
1: Right. You, you start, uh, to work commercial, co- to write commercial code mm-hmm. and, uh, started with two different lines. Uh, like company that I worked in was tightly coupled, uh, with the department I studied, mm-hmm. You basically sit at work and oh. and you go classes, uh, Back, mm-hmm. um, which company? And was it? Uh, it still exists, and it's called mm-hmm.
0: But What is it? Is it like
1: it does many different things? Okay. And what's what's good uh, that you could uh, pay both in in-house product uh, development and also in different, absolutely different projects uh, from external customers. Okay. So, uh, so we Constante had chances company. to touch. Uh, yeah. Okay, consulting, but uh, uh, you know, uh, highly skilled okay. uh, consulting company. Uh, they compiler engineers, oh, okay, uh, scientific background, etc.
0: So it's not the uh, so PowerPoint is not too much, you know, the expertise is more
1: like complex. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So all, all new technologies were studied both uh, from a scientific point of view and... It's, pro- it's actually pro- surprising, production inter- interesting, that something like this, okay? This is really interesting. So, this
0: is like, uh, what you are talking right now is everything was high-end. <laughs> yeah, from your beginning, you know, with your uh, BP... What's the name of your uh, Russian computer and the uh, okay, uh, yeah K yeah. Okay, and, Ever, and, and to, yeah, to now, is like uh, really exciting and, 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 you know, high-end stuff. Okay, and what happened after study or after, you know, working with the company? You started Borland?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I worked for a couple more years uh, mm-hmm. in the same company. Um, mm-hmm. Then I stepped to Borland.
0: How, how was the transition? Uh, how, how you found Borland?
1: I believe uh, some of my friends invited okay. me and said, mm-hmm. okay, just mm-hmm. try, uh, mm-hmm. let's talk. Uh, mm-hmm. And it. which
0: and which programming languages you knew back then? So uh, there was Pascal, you said C, and then at university, what you learned. So, because I assume in Poland
1: you had to do Java, right? Uh, yeah, it, it was Java at that time already. And it started, uh, so during my work at Planetacom, I changed. That was. Like Visual visual Basic, Mm -hmm. Uh, then C++, Mm -hmm. uh, XSLT, and related stuff. XSLT was like uh, the first functional programming language, right? You did. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely not the first, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And all that for Yeah, it was the first. There was no... You you didn't mention nothing functional before, right? So it was C, Pascal, uh, or you did LISP as well?
1: Uh, No, not for, you know... Mm -hmm. uh, Industrial okay. um, stuff, uh, but at it, school, okay, I got it. In yeah, university, and mm-hmm. um, then Java came.
0: Yeah, and what's your impression oh, of Java? Okay. And I'm really curious because now you're highly skilled, you know, uh, Windows driver, secret sec- secret device programmer, hacker, and now you, you see Java. What's your what's your what's your impression of Java back then?
1: Um, my colleagues showed me. Uh, so I had one task mm-hmm. to uh, rewrite. Uh, prototype written in Java for mm-hmm. some multi-threaded proxying uh, application mm-hmm. to rewrite it to C++. Mm-hmm. And I immediately saw all the bad things of C++ I never thought could be solved.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they were solved in Java. Mm-hmm. Most of all, of course, it was automated memory management. Mm-hmm. Also I saw great ideas already mm-hmm. available at that time, like JBuilder. Mm-hmm. Then my colleagues worked at other technologies, uh, Tomcat oh, mm-hmm. was created about at that time. Mm-hmm. And there were projects where texts uh, were mixed, again, XSLT and Java, for example. Mm-hmm. So it was quite natural to start solving more complex tasks. So you used uh, Xalan,
0: I think. You know, remember Xalan? XAL, yeah, eh? of yeah, course. This was the XSLT. What I use. And and maybe Cocoon back then.
1: You remember Cocoon? Uh, not Cocoon, but uh, there were uh, special devices <laughs> that made some dark magic hard stuff. But believe not at hardware, but it was okay. a black box that uh, made a lot of XSLT transformations. Was
0: it the, the was it the
1: Barracuda boxes? Barracuda. Uh, that was Xs forty. Uh huh.
0: Because the barracudas maybe. were, you know, the, I, I remember they were boxes uh, just for XML, and I think they were barracudas, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe but, but. And I, you uh, also used uh, XSLT back then mostly for FOP, and I don't know whether you remember FOP. This was the formatic object for PDF generation, for instance.
1: In our case, uh, it was different. Uh, mm-hmm. It was web platform. Okay. Anyway,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I saw later how this technology changed its shape uh, and changed. Uh, Niche uh, mm-hmm. or um, templating some
2: mm-hmm.
1: quite recent, uh, quite wanted at the time systems. Yeah, we used it for everything, and it was really crazy, like for yeah for all templating.
0: Yeah, uh, back then the XSLT was uh, really XSL. Okay, exactly. This was his tie sheets, and the XSLT was the transformation where you could transform one to another. And I remember still the code in Java. So, you know. Uh,
1: XML was fancy. So, yeah. Corba uh, times passed. Yeah. Relatively fast. And then XML was very fancy still. So, it XML was 2003,
0: databases. 2004
1: time frame, right? We are talking about right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. 2004, okay. 2005. Then
0: SOA was already on, on the horizon, no? the SOAP craziness. So, uh. SOAP no Co- craziness. Corba Kor- was told. It. To to be too heavyweight, so they introduce soap. Yes, <laughs> and ESPs. <laughs> so this was this was the idea back then, you know, to solve you know the corba bloat with uh, soap and ESPs. Exactly. But I am expecting the same soon because uh, we are already have JSON with schemas, and uh, so we have uh, already ESP similar technologies on the horizon.
1: <laughs> so- yes, uh, it it all goes uh, circular. Yes, yeah, very good.
0: So um. So, at the company, yeah, the you, did, it, it, you did some XSLT programming, you said, and you programmed web platforms, and, and then you switched to Poland, okay?
1: Uh, to continue Java, and that was Java on desktop. Mm-hmm. And at that time, uh, Java on mobile also uh, developed like crazy. J2Me, yeah. Then I, then I chose uh, my first mobile phone uh, having uh, Java mm-hmm. in that. Which one? It was kind of... It was an old Siemens one. Ah,
0: I have um, another one from Java 1. I have it actually still with Java Fix. And the, I wanted to have T-Sharp. This was also at the time frame Zaurus, I think, or with Z. It was also native Java with Linux terminal even. And I had the Nokia. And I think Nokia also had Java on it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Java and And it was very impressive. And it's still impressive if you think of how poor the devices from the hardware perspective. Yeah. And you still have the same programming language memory management. yeah it's fantastic.
0: And so you programmed uh, mobile stuff as well?
1: Uh, not much some very simple ones. You could not write a real high quality application without much effort related to uh, not to programming yeah It's still so uh, in mobile world now mm-hmm. uh, so we have less platforms at mm-hmm. least. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, I worked at mobile, uh, industry as well, mm-hmm. even in the frame of the same platform, you have to care about many different devices. Yeah. And it's, that's not about programming mostly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and then Java desktop. So then I think was the switch to Boland, right? Yeah. What was the task at, at, at Boland? Also what do you, what do you had to do there?
1: It was an interesting concept, uh, of making uh, J2E programming easier Mm -hmm. uh, by using special uh, or starting to be standard annotations Mm -hmm. uh, related to different application servers and all that stuff. Tied that uh, to uh, modeling Mm -hmm. to automatically uh, draw diagrams for code uh, or change the code based on diagrams change. So visual modeling uh, was a popular idea. Mm All the time, and even when I started to work, uh, that was a visual modeling tool uh, that allowed to int- change your code and model in both sides, both yes. directions.
0: Yeah, uh, what I used, I think, it was bought by Poland together, together soft. Yeah, and together to- soft, mm-hmm. and it, it's uh, it was located in Saint Petersburg. Yeah, I used Together J four, I think, and uh, it came w- with an API, and this API had the access to Morph. Meta object facility, which was the metadata of the object models. And we've wrote a transformator, which used to know the UML models and generated Java code with XDoclet annotations, which could be transformed to, but we, because we needed the crazy deployment descriptors, this was the problem back then. And, right, that's, uh,
1: that's what we did as well. Okay, so I did this it as well. A part of the products. Okay, interesting. XDoclet. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I still uh, like the idea of having. Oh, some useful stuff in comments as. Yeah. Sometimes you can't just uh, use annotations, real annotations, or Mm -hmm. you need to be uh, less dependent on the particular language. And this
0: idea works well. I still like it as well. I mean, I, I like annotations. So the problem with the comments with uh, xDocklet was uh, they were not type safe. So if you misspelled something, they, they were not found. You know, this was the problem. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> with annotations, is way better. Uh, and um, I use, actually, annotations all the time in, in Java E. I still use MicroProfile and Jakarta E all the time. And annotations are just great. They are working great. And it, what I like about that, as a developer, everything is one place. So you look at the code, and you know what's going on.
1: Yeah, not sure if... If anyone puts uh, JavaScript inside their
0: annotations,
1: <laughs> yeah, <JavaScript> not, <laughs> to make less type-safe logic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was already in a task force where they put Groovy code inside the annotations to check the preconditions, and I asked yeah, them you know. why, w- w- why you why you are doing this because Groovy is uh, is a dynamic Java is static. You you are you know diverse of both worlds, and uh, I replaced that with an if statement in Java. So and 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 this was the, you know the big reveal. So now I am. The Java Guru, you know, because I <laughs> <laughs> I know how to use if statement. Um, so, um, interesting. So, um, what I didn't like uh, in Bolland case, they switch to Eclipse because I, I knew this is over. Because I mean, uh, what uh, the problem of Bolland back then is, the refactoring was not that great, and uh, I basically killed lots of Boland installation with Eclipse in Germany because the Eclipse standalone without any plugins. Uh, uh could perform better refactorings than you know the bolland professional edition what's what's forever so th- this was the problem so like renaming That's funny, st- I don't remember that one yeah and um and uh then what happened was eclipse was usable only with plugins and this was the beginning of the end of for, for eclipse I, I just didn't use eclipse anymore because depending on my clients i had to install you know the, the uh, hundreds of plugins and they were not compatible with each other and the biggest joke of all jokes was that Eclipse was the OSGI or a plugin platform, but you couldn't actually <laughs> you couldn't maintain yes. the versions properly. So like, okay, w- w- what is it, right? Is this like uh, it, it's said to be, you know, a plugin architecture, but uh, the versioning doesn't work of the plugins? I, I understood that this this was the fault of the plugins, not of the platform, but it was still not usable for me. And then I found uh, uh, NetBeans five, I think. And this was great because I could. This was similar experience to JBuilder. It was very similar for me. First, it it looked nicer. You could you could download this once without any plugins, and it was re- usable from day one. And I still use it. I mean, this is um, this was actually the, the next IDE I I I'd chosen.
1: It's funny. Uh, I I still I'm still an Eclipse <laughs> guy. Oh really? Because I like the concepts behind the IDE. So then I saw the internals, how the plugin system is built, uh, concepts of Perspectives of uh, debugging, etc. I really but liked
0: it. In yeah, it's heavyweight. But in we were forced in project to use the Eclipse RCP, and I never saw a more complex project without the <laughs> body class loader. You know, without all the hacks internally, because all the business yeah. plugins you had to introduce cycles. It, it was like it was. It was, uh, for instance, even Hibernate. If you introduce Hibernate, Hibernate knows has to know you, and you have to know Hibernate. You know, you have already cycles. So it was. Really hard to use the RCP idea properly in projects, I would say. So for me, if I say, okay, but if you are building a platform, this is a different story. I'm, I'm a user, you know, I'm not building the runtimes. Yes. I'm using the runtimes, and so I have a completely different perspective on it. And for me, as a user, plugins are not very useful, What I would like to have, one monolithic file, download it and use it, you know. I'm not interested in playing with plugins. I I would like to use the stuff and not, you know, installing and deinstalling plugins and fiddle with the plugins. So, even if a platform is modular, from my perspective as a user, the uh, plugin should be hidden from the user. Otherwise, not usable.
1: Yeah, and now users just prefer uh, stuff that works right Yeah, you ask it to work. That's how Fleet appeared that's why mm-hmm. uh, this code is so popular. Just yeah, Visual Studio Code is. You launch nice. it and yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: exactly. It starts very quickly.
0: Yeah, very good. So, uh, what happened after Poland? I think you know one. So, um, or what you did interesting in You you wrote the modeling framework,
1: or uh, wrote
0: you used the modeling framework, right?
1: You Used the modeling framework. Yes, all uh, that together, so it guys, that. Uh, Foundation of uh, that branch of Borland, and we also had uh, a few guys who participated in Delphi development, and mm-hmm. it at that time. Okay, uh, but yeah, the, the the classical one. After that, uh, Borland just uh, disappeared. Yeah, so it was it was renamed expected. to M- M- ba-
0: Embarcadero, right?
1: Embarcadero, mm-hmm. yes. And mm-hmm. Transition. I worked for some time. Uh, continued to work for some time for Embarcadero, but uh, then uh, my colleagues uh, moved to a new uh, kind of startup company uh, and called me to join. Mm-hmm. And that's what later uh, called Yota, mm-hmm. uh, the first uh, Russian 4G carrier.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That was Vimax at that time, but okay. later, the story was complicated, uh, but uh, the interesting part uh, is first uh, 4G phone uh, that uh, Yota produced uh, together with HTC as a hardware producer. And we uh, were uh, development a uh, service, uh, service part. Mm-hmm. So many fresh ideas at that time, like mm-hmm. social networks, mobile phone, video calls, music, mm-hmm. um, music radio services messaging Mm -hmm. all we used to be nowadays unknown we invented it parallel with all the rest of the world Mm -hmm. Uh, when when was it 2006 uh it was 2007 like maybe eight Mm -hmm. nine ten like
0: this very quickly, I have to tell you a story because it was also similar. In uh, 2002 and 2003, I worked for Volkswagen. I can talk about that because they allowed me also back then you know, to talk at conferences about that. So it was not that secret uh, in Java in a car. And uh, what we look at there is you know, uh, traffic congestion prevention. So if uh, Java runs on every car and they communicate with each other, you can have peer-to-peer communication. And you know you, know, you can talk from car to car to car. You know, and, and and then you have like you know network mm-hmm. without network because from car to uh, peer to peer. So and um, so th- this this worked somehow. Uh, we used Jackstar back then, Jackstar Post Protocol, and um, I was in the train uh, back to uh, to uh, to Munich, and in my um, compartment there were uh, scientists talking about satellites, wild peaks, and transactions. And I, I couldn't understand anything, so I say, like, "Hey, wh- what are you doing actually?" And it turned out that <laughs> they, they <laughs> this is a German like institution, and the and the task is to count rabbits and wild pigs in Bavaria. And rabbits, uh, they do like you know, they 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 drive around with a a van, they do some uh, countings, and they. Uh, and they uh, have statistic method, you know, to to estimate, you know, the total population of rabbits. Mm-hmm. So, okay, but That's for it. the white pigs, they wanted to have, you know, more like be- uh, blood pressure and temperature, and you know, the uh, young PhD students had to 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 catch a pig which was dangerous, and uh, then you know, g- uh, given like a backpack with a small device which will measure everything, you know, and um, and then. I applied the idea of my Volkswagen to white pigs. I say listen, if every pig let's make a is, is, a, is a is a peer, Person. you know, then if there's a family of pigs or whatever you call it, they could communicate with each other. And now the cool story is that every device can measure and the and the, the data can replicate around pigs. And then you know one pig family, if it meets another pig family, then you will know, you know, how often a pig family will meet the others. And the cool story is they had to go out in Nuremberg this is a German city. But they stayed at Munich and let me to explain you know what's going on and um and there was an uh, I remember an, an, an older uh, man in 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 the compartment and he he listened like, "What are you talking about and uh, And his wife asked you know the scientist, what is actually the difference between rabbit and the other thing? There are two, two similar species, right And the one said, okay, the rabbits have uh, white stripes, I remember because of the backpack with the Easter eggs." <laughs> <laughs> but the cool story is, I talk about a conference about this funny stuff um and later I got an email that someone quit the job, and what he created on on the idea of white pigs, Nokia phone, which is a peer, and if you have your phone and you meet another guy or 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 or, or, or gal with the same or phone with the same software. It, you are uh, there is you are near to each other like I you know Bluetooth let's say but it was without Bluetooth back then. Then maybe you have to share the same interests. So he built a social network with you no know, Java 2ME and and these phones because the idea is if someone is close to each other they share the same interests. And the first test drive was Oktoberfest <laughs> in uh, in Munich. Okay, uh, so so this, big population. Yeah. But this Probably. was this was interesting and 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 then uh, I I also remember I was like at the telecom in Germany and 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 talked about it everyone was excited and then I said okay but if this works well we don't need the you know the 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 antennas anymore because we can communicate from phone to phone if the population is dense enough right um yeah this was uh this was uh this was earlier but also interesting what what was possible back then is like 20 years ago with pure java you know without any specific CPUs they were they were they were they they were slower than uh, the Apple uh, iPhone for sure, but even the you know the Apple Watch I would say, or even Raspberry Pi.
1: Yeah, much slower. Yeah, much slower. Mm-hmm. And also already APIs for GPS camera.
0: Yeah, right now. Yeah, many but, things. Yeah, interesting. So 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 you also had a similar trajectory. So you you build social networks at Yota. You say this was the name of the company. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh huh. And what happened
1: then? Yeah. Uh, then uh, some short period uh, of trying uh, to launch uh, our own ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Yoda just uh, started to shut down services mm-hmm. and it ended uh, by selling uh, just the frequencies more mm-hmm. LTE. Okay. And uh, we had more ideas what we could do, not for a special device but for Popular mm-hmm. devices at that time, mm-hmm. but probably the target, uh, was not so, uh, right. Like, uh, the new thing, uh, iPhone was new thing, Okay, but, uh, it had a minor share. The mm-hmm. so phones like Nokia had great share, mm-hmm. but it all flipped in like a year or two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nokia fell. fell. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Just beginning of the end. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and then I started uh work at a company called QuickOffice. QuickOffice. The mobile mobile development uh, looked uh, quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh different area. So in the other, I was uh, more focused on backend mm-hmm. and uh Android appeared mm-hmm. and it was Java like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh so Belvic. Uh yeah. Some of my ex colleagues uh, worked at that company. It was later acquired by Google, mm-hmm. but uh, not kind of acquired in the traditional sense okay uh, so we did not became uh Google employees mm-hmm. but the technology was very interesting so you were also at the company back then,
0: which was acquired by Google uh, yeah oh okay, and what was the name uh, of quick office It was a quick office
1: quick office okay the technology uh, was mobile office hmm for different uh, mobile platforms, iOS, Android, mm-hmm. and the challenge was to make uh, something that works uh, as well or better, uh, like uh, desktop mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. on a very small device. Mm-hmm.
0: Still challenging right now.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I would say uh, I started to think much more about performance at that time. Mm-hmm then you're really, really limited, uh, not by some unpredictable load coming from the outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, Black Friday, mm-hmm. if you don't know about Black Friday's yeah. uh, or something similar, then your backend fails, uh, but on mobile phone, you will immediately see that you do something right mm-hmm. uh, or something wrong mm-hmm. in terms of performance. Mm-hmm. So what what happened to you? So then you were your company were acquired, but you were
0: not acquired, or? Uh,
1: yeah, the, it it was clear at the time, so I just uh, changed and uh, started uh, to work uh, at Deutsche Bank. Oh, okay. They have that branch in St. Petersburg, um, and from the perspective perspective uh, of uh, modern backend development, it was very uh, productive, intensive, and. It was a great experience mm-hmm. for me uh, to see what engineering is applied for modern backends or really uh, well-optimized banking systems mm-hmm. inside.
0: Uh, what, you, what technology you use, but then Java?
1: Java, mm-hmm. Java and some other technologies that were connected and used along the Java, but mostly, mostly Java.
0: You used back then already a web celebrity because I was also at Deutsche Bank and we introduced back then Web Liberty or Open Liberty with Java E6, I think.
1: No, it was Spring. Okay. Probably that it was then I first met Spring. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, quite mature by that time because Spring is also 20 years old now. Yeah. And it was like 10 years ago.
0: So you could even use your XSLT knowledge to transform the Spring XML configuration.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, Maybe it was. I don't remember. By the way, was it annotation based or XML based mostly? I believe both applied. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh.
0: interesting. So you also with Deutsche Bank. Mm-hmm. I was also in Deutsche Bank. What I remember, but as an external developer, every day I had you know to buy a card for the launch. and I think I had to I yeah for 20 euro, and I got or 50 euro, and I got the money back at the end of the day. But the money was freshly printed. So I always had, you know, the, 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 the <laughs> very, very new banknotes, you know. And and people already suspected me that I'm a, like a like a bandit or something, you know, like a criminal that I'm printing money at home because uh, all the money I had was very fresh and you now really pristine quality of, of banknotes. This was my it's Deutsche d- Bank. Stories
1: about Germany. <laughs> Deutsche, Bank, Deutsche Bank experience. This was my in Munich. Sounds great. Uh, yeah, it it was a bit simpler in our case. Uh, still, yeah, but very intense experience. Um, I worked only for maybe half a year mm-hmm. uh, because I got a chance uh, participate, uh, to participate be, to become a part uh, of Oracle performance team.
0: Oh, oh, was Go it Origi- already Oracle? Team.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so for the story is uh, very, as we mentioned, circular. So then I started uh then I learned at the university a uh, small group of people were were sitting in another company again closely related uh to to our department mm-hmm. and they worked for sun microsystems okay, and some of that people still work in java space mm-hmm. now and in our company
2: okay
0: so, so so you
1: became same same people why why you switched from Deutsche Bank to Oracle was
0: like Oracle your dream to work, you know, for Oracle performance team, or you wanted to do something with Java.
1: So you know, we write Java, and I'm invited to Java organization, and in Java organization, I'm invited to participate uh, in performance enhancements. Perfect. No, no, this is what I suspected. So, so I, I, uh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that was a challenging uh, thing because uh, I didn't know very much about uh, this area. I mean. Both theory and practice, mm-hmm. of, uh, doing this work.
0: And yeah, no but one knows. Then I... you expect that. No one knows. I mean, you, you have to. You, you, will... you have to dig deep. I mean, who 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 develops in the leisure the JVM, right?
1: Yes, uh, you expect that you will be optimizing some Java programs, but mm-hmm. instead uh, you start to learn uh, the virtual machine.
0: Mm-hmm. C probably. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, getting back to C plus mm-hmm. plus and. And was it interesting stuff at Oracle? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I learned uh, many new things, tried new things, uh, changed my mind, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. To better or to worse? What, of any what, <laughs> what,
1: what, what do I think about development at all? And okay. How to approach that. I started to understand better uh, people uh, who tried to teach me something mm-hmm. in the high school mm-hmm. because... Things started to connect, finally. Okay. (laughs) It took so many years. So, it it took Oracle, uh, you know, in the
0: the Oracle word. It it took Oracle to understand everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah, by the way, uh, do you know why Delphi was called Delphi? No. Because if you uh, want to go to Oracle, you go to Delphi.
0: Ah, okay. Cool insight.
1: Yes. I, Um, I
0: remember the logo, like Delphi. This was like a Greek something right so i remember this delphi logo shapes yeah Mm -hmm. because i wanted to to learn delphi why because back then was i i knew pascal and someone told me you know delphi is the new real object-oriented pascal so it's okay then i have to learn it but then you know c and java came in so i never learned delphi actually so i I, (laughs) that's a problem um yeah and um and i was a ball Fanboy, more or less. I like all the tools. This is why I also know Kylix. I also wanted to try it out. And um, yeah, what I also uh, really like is the look and feel of Boland back then. It it looked beautiful. I remember even the splash screen was, you know, with the vehicle. I think it was like uh, it lifted something, right? A construction site or something. Yeah,
1: very very nice. Yeah,
0: it was uh, nice. The entire JBCL library was also nicely done. You know, the Java Bolland Foundation library or something, class library or whatever it was called. So it was everything was nicely do- done, nicely packaged, nicely designed. Um, this was this was interesting. So what you did at Oracle? So you achieved. So you had you know your learning phase, but then what what you were able to optimize something?
1: Yeah, I'll get back a little. Uh, mm-hmm. the, all the transition that happened before I came, mm-hmm. then Oracle acquired Sun. Mm-hmm. So for many years, uh, I did not came to some to work because like, okay, I need some other ex- experience because I see, uh, that people, uh, still work there. Don't change, uh, mm-hmm. uh, their company and mm-hmm. they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked a bit boring. Okay. Uh, and then I saw, okay, uh, I, I want to learn this thing about performance mm-hmm. that will help me mm-hmm. on the market. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Uh and <laughs> that's what I do still. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Perfect. Uh that's that's the longest uh specialization that I have and along the Java. So there were multiple uh projects going on uh in Oracle mm-hmm. at the time and in, in Java. It was uh at the time of uh Java eight. So I was a bit late to participate in Java eight features. Mm-hmm. It was it's late seven and eight, then, uh, but uh, then it was uh, the work related to uh, Java C to compiler, mm-hmm. to see if we can improve uh, it dramatically or we need to rewrite it or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and, so, 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 and so you improved the Java C performance?
1: Uh, it was, to me, it was more kind of educational projects. Okay. So uh, I, I wasn't expert in this compiler mm-hmm. and sometimes uh, to perform real improvements you should uh, better go from the side of algorithm yeah. or basic approach that you take in the program, mm-hmm. not some uh, low-level optimization yeah, I'm techniques. Completely with you,
0: so I have uh, absolutely no experience with Java C, but I can tell you that uh, on the business level, it's exactly the same. If you if you understand you know the business domain really well, you can you can find interesting shortcuts and optimizations which will never find just looking from the technical perspective at the code.
1: There's also validation uh, for new uh, classes and optimizations uh, in, for example, in concurrency libraries. Mm-hmm. So I, my colleagues really uh, teach me a lot. Mm-hmm. Alexei Shapedov, Sergei Koksenko, mm-hmm. probably know them. Then uh, other topics, features that were uh, implemented as a performance enhancements in mind,
0: mm-hmm.
1: IoT and sharing.
0: Interesting. So it was actually the recent stuff What you worked on.
1: Uh, yeah. You, you also uh, worked not only for making some optimizations, mm-hmm. but for performance tracking, for analysis, current changes or current performance, mm-hmm. different areas. And how
0: big was the team? Also, so how how many colleagues do you had for the optimization?
1: Uh, the team is still rather small and it was small at this time. Mm-hmm. At that time, maybe seven, eight people. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm always interested in the team size because,
0: uh, you know, you don't need a huge team to achieve something significant. So this is also
1: my impression. Yes, Mm -hmm. you you know, my colleagues uh, Mm -hmm. at that time, we worked with Monika Bektiv, Klaas Redstad. You see, uh, sometimes uh, people uh, come to different companies or just Mm-hmm. gather together uh, mm-hmm. in one place, mm-hmm. like at that time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, what happened then? So uh, what I understood is uh, Oracle just shut down the site, right?
1: Yeah, not completely, so it still exists Okay. as an Oracle branch, but uh, the part of Java organization, mm-hmm. St. Petersburg, was going to shut down. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Bellsoft started.
0: Okay, but uh, what is Oracle like it- site doing without Java? I mean, what what they
1: doing there? Uh, systems. Okay. Well, there are many lines of business. Okay. Uh, so more consulting, right? Or need to figure that out precisely. Uh, what's what's left who's left there.
0: Yeah, because interesting. I mean, because uh, most it's, of,
1: of the, what Oracle is doing is Java. Even the cloud is mostly Java. Uh, no, the present, no. So the Java organization in Oracle is not that big. This this it's, is what I know. But
0: uh, but uh, they they uh, are using lots of Java software inside Oracle. This is what I wanted to say.
1: Yes. So if yes. If, if, if you
0: if you're not focusing now on, on on this core Java, but you would use, you know, you would maintain other Oracle products. It's very likely that it's Java inside. This is what I want. maybe you are not, you know, involved in Java core, but if you are working for Oracle, it's very likely if you develop software, it will, you know, touch on Java.
1: Yes, yeah, so a lot of middleware. Yeah, middleware
0: uh, exactly. The entire WebLogic and Web WebLogic similar stuff and all the you know all the other middleware software uh, is is uh, Java based, is my opinion. Okay, interesting. And and then um, so it, and then you started Bellsoft. So what's the name yeah, and how it started?
1: Belsoft Bell, uh, turned five years these days.
0: Ah, how, how it started and
1: why the name and what was the idea? Uh, the name is still kind of mysterious. Uh, occasionally selected one.
0: But this is great name. I was invited to the Jrush conference and the company was Bellsoft. And uh, okay. I had absolutely no time, but was like, what is Bellsoft? It sounds interesting, you know, because it was Bell <laughs> okay. Bell uh, Software was back then. There was Bell and they had re- uh, lots of research projects, as I remember. I have to research. This was in Silicon Valley. And I, I saw, I thought there's some connection there or something. It's really interesting. J-Rush and Bellsoft. It's like, why Bellsoft? Why? And um, yeah, this was, uh, I was uh, immediately curious about the the, the name. Um, so and, we, we and, say
1: it's, it's tribute to Bell Labs, but uh, Bell
0: Labs okay, exactly. Yeah, Bell Labs. Um, and um, how how you started? So you just go to coffee shop and said, "Okay, we start a company," or what was the whole story behind?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I joined not right from the very start. Okay, A uh, few months later, mm-hmm. then my contract with Oracle uh, ended up, and mm-hmm. um, yeah basically like that. Mm-hmm. The idea that uh, there are a lot of uh, cool engineers mm-hmm. uh, not willing to relocate mm-hmm. and willing to continue uh, to work in the area of Java, mm-hmm. of uh, high skill development, virtual machines. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, performance optimizations, hardware architectures.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so, and then you started Bellsoft and w- What you did? I mean, what are you doing there the entire day?
1: Uh, Different things. Okay. Uh, uh, First of all, of course, we have uh, Liberica. That's uh, the main Mm -hmm. core product behind the company. It's like OpenJDK distro, right? Yeah, OpenJDK distro. And why
0: Liberica is better than, let's say, OpenJDK plane or whatever? (laughs) Not to offend uh, anyone, so we. My, my
1: favorite pitch is uh, that uh, there is no such distro called OpenJDK. Okay. So here, uh, everyone is equal, uh, mm-hmm. who creates uh, a distro. And it's not that easy. Right now, like, mm-hmm. I mean, right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my colleagues uh, eagerly uh, prepare coming update release, mm-hmm. multiple versions. Okay. uh of Java it's a tough time.
2: Okay.
1: So, um, it's very interesting and you know then you got all that experience working uh the, that process uh building uh JDK mm-hmm. of releasing a JDK mm-hmm. and you have a chance uh to continue. Mm-hmm. It, it is some kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that we can do it well. Mm-hmm. This is important. But still, but and, wh- wh- why I should buy Liberica? Uh, you don't have to buy. I know, you can just but use I want. It. Why, yes. why I should? Uh, you don't buy Liberica. Uh, you buy support. Yeah. So if you want support, uh, which is rather inexpensive. Okay. Uh, but still high quality. Or uh, you prefer... Uh, quickly, Directly talking to engineers mm-hmm. of your problems, then. <clears throat> yeah. You so what? Bellsoft. As as an uh, as a distro, uh, yeah, you can be sure about uh, having all the necessary patches mm-hmm. in, because of how that's how team works. We know uh, that how we participate in security vulnerability group and. Yeah, this is what oh, I, I can imagine because uh, if you are a small team yeah.
0: and I buy support from you, uh, I got you know my questions answered really quick. So if you remain small, <laughs> your company should not grow because if it grows, it be usually you know the the smaller the team, the better the support. This is what what I my experience from 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 my you know support years.
1: Yeah, and it's not that small uh, when just a focused company,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like for example. Uh, Red Hat team is uh, not times larger.
0: No, of course not. Maybe. But but I mean, yeah, but it takes maybe longer until someone who knows the answer, you know, answers. Uh, who knows the question? Answer to a question. Yeah, but answers. the support workflow is different. Yeah, that's what so I mean. Because, uh, but uh, is there any unique features in Liberica, or are you still working on the unique features?
1: Uh, we add uh, some features for update releases uh, mm-hmm. that. We believe are fine tested and provide slightly better performance mm-hmm. for uh, a special flavor that's mm-hmm. called Liberica uh, Light. So it's slimmer and contains additional uh, security enhancement. Oh, uh, sorry, additional performance enhancements.
0: Okay, so it is faster and, than uh, faster than the usual Open JDK, or
1: uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, More flavors, not just light, but also full uh, with JavaFX bundled. Mm -hmm. And that is JavaFX with additional uh, security fixes Mm -hmm. or containers. uh, Of course, uh, you have uh, different platforms in mind. So uh, Liberica has the most number of platforms, supported uh, platforms. Mm -hmm. If you really need uh, one JDK for everything, Mm -hmm. that's... One of the best choices, uh, it's the default runtime for Spring mm-hmm. or so for uh, Tanzu. Tanzu uses uh, Liberica. oh, so if I if I as buy uh, Tanzu
0: uh commercial support, I will get Liberica. Yes, uh, interesting. We will actually is, support it. This is actually a huge,
1: uh, huge client. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, default uh, runtime for Spring containers, mm-hmm. then you build a container. Diff- Build bot image. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you uh, choose uh, a traditional JVM flavor, it will be the JDK okay. or Cherry. Uh, and uh, if you choose native image, it will be the Verica native image kit. Okay. Our uh, assembly of GraalVM.
0: Uh, this is actually huge news for you, right? For for your team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this native image kit uh, is it like? Uh, which is it? I assume it is like a fork of GraalVM, right? Uh,
1: yeah, it's uh, one of distributions again yeah. of GraalVM.
0: Like Mandrel from uh, Red Hat is like, uh, yeah. Yes, similar. pretty
1: uh, similar to Mandrel. Mm-hmm.
0: And you're doing any we optimizations provide... there, or or is it like just a supported fork? Fork, or because I was uh, really interested, what, what are you actually doing? So you are looking at the Open JDK, and if your clients get it, you're patching, you know, the software for for your clients. And I assume, in one point of time, you also have, you know, to 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 move the patches upstream to the OpenJDK project. Otherwise, you will fork forever, which is not sustainable, right?
1: Yeah, sure. So we we try to um, roll out the patches as soon as, as, soon as possible. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, mostly we work directly in upstream and then um, backports if needed, mm-hmm. both for optimizations and for fixes, of course. Mm-hmm. So we don't hold, uh, real forks. Okay. So for light, uh, that we are just small sets of patches mm-hmm. for that flavor of JDK. So we have both standard, which is a build of the, of what, what, of what we have in the repository, mm-hmm. this version. Mm-hmm. So what it means is what? Yeah, I... we also support, uh, mm-hmm. Alpine and now Alpaca, mm-hmm. both for JDK and for native image. Mm-hmm. It's easy to create uh, smallest, but still uh, fully functional containers mm-hmm. based on that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's an interesting story, actually. What I like the most, now, now your softest gets now used a lot, and a small company have a huge impact, actually. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I already uh, saw that the Bellsoft is one of the top committers, right? Uh, in, in in Or right. participators in, I think, JCP and OpenJDK, right?
1: Uh, yes, JCP member and uh, among top enterprise contributors. You mm-hmm. uh, releases starting mm-hmm. from JDK eleven. Mm-hmm. It's a great story. It's fun, yeah. And up up till recent uh, until recent time, uh, we backported uh, enhancements to eleven mm-hmm. quite eagerly. But then seventeen came out. Probably it's time to switch to yeah seventies l t
0: s is just a just reasonable move i mean seven yeah seven is good enough perfect do you have a twitter account or something where people can find you on the internet
1: uh yeah twitter is the easiest way yeah So it's called theco mm-hmm. and bellsoft is also on twitter bell software mm-hmm. uh this is a twitter handle for the company mm-hmm. yeah, and we have a nice stream of news or useful things mm-hmm. Different social networks. I have blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a few articles there.
2: Okay.
0: Put it in the show notes. It so you can send me a mail. I will put all the links to the show notes. Blog or whatever yeah. you have. A great story. So um and uh, I met you. Um I don't know what it was. It was uh a, a Jrush conference. This was it, but a funny story, J-Rush, you don't know about yeah. it. This is like closing. Closing funny story. So before you, be, uh, you you run late somehow. I was the last one at the conference, and everything was already late. And for me, it was really late because because of the time shift. And the entire story was a little bit crazy because the J rush event was announced with Russian time and US time, which happened to be twelve hours exactly twelve hours apart. But are not my time, you know. This is the CAT is, uh, I think, yes. two two hours, you know, uh, shifted from the Russian or the or the, uh, U.S. time. And I, I connected at a conference. I was not sure whether I am in the right time zone. And then someone came in. So, this was like your media team. And the media team, they had like, you know, the media manager and the super media manager. And everyone... Everyone wanted to talk with me and, and ask questions, and I answer all the questions, and I say, wait a minute, when the conference starts, I'm, I'm already online, or what is it? Who are you, right? Why are there so many people in the backstage? <laughs> and, and and I was, you know, I, the nice guy came, and, 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 the, and the, I forgot the names, like, you know, site manager and product manager and whoever manager, I said, okay, can I just, you know, give me the real thing? And and then we met, you know, and then the conference started. This was the funny story of, of the entire thing. So, But I really enjoyed the entire experience. It was really nicely done, and I think it's still online, right? The talk should be somewhere. Yes,
1: yes, we plan next releases. Uh, I hope they will be as good as you described. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I will let know my colleagues that.
0: And it was a fun, it was a it fun experience.
1: It yeah. and the entire J-Rush
0: was a fun experience, and I hope that, uh, that um, maybe it is, it's recorded on YouTube, I guess, right?
1: uh yes it should be on youtube yeah so uh, we'll try to find it as well the page uh, of the conference uh should be active and yeah i believe links should be there also
0: so thank you it was fun to talk and uh we uncovered yeah, a piece you. of java history and history of russian computers like uh <laughs> yes i find minsk fascinating <laughs> personal name. one <laughs> the the minsk <laughs> fascinated i will have to look it up in wikipedia what it was and uh, if you can send me a link for of your first personal computer, I've still forgot the name, the Russian, the Russian one.
1: Yeah, I will find. Uh, this would be nice. I'll at least try to find the description. Because
0: your computer is unique. All other guests are a little bit boring, you know. C sixty four, Z X, and Commodore. The, from Commodore, the from UK have the um, BBC something, uh, and uh, so I already know almost. But you surprised me, so it was a nice chat. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you.